0: on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Hour number two of old school on a gray Thursday. But that's okay. That is okay. We got plenty. Let's talk about 402 464 5685. Start at on Honda, Lincoln, highlight If you want to be a part of the conversation, yeah, we want you to be a part of the conversation. If you would please hit us with a what's up, and then we'll have some conversation. Right? We'll have some conversation. Lots to talk about today. Um, no Jay Foreman today, but I did want to bring in a couple of buddies of mine, coaching buddies of mine, to help have conversation about things that are hot and happening uh, in in this space. Um, the topic of the day, uh, a couple of things. One, a new defensive coordinator comes in. Uh, you know, they bring in a brand that they bring in the door, but there's also, for most uh, Coaches who can coach a thing at this level, they can coach anything at this level. So if you walk in the door coaching uh, with with 3, three, three, three five is your thing, you have other things in your bag, and you know how to flex from that and get in and out of that. Um, so I wanted to have that conversation, and I wanted to have a conversation about the transfer portal and the things that happen in the space that we're in, right? That it is not just changing You know, teenagers changing where they go to school and who they play for. There's reasons behind it. There's things that move this thing. And we want to have different conversations about it. So, Nathan, if you would, please hit this man's music.
0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song he sweeps along swaggering boisterously his face is weather-beaten he wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache he growls as he storms the country a villain big and bold and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold the autumn wind is a raider Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.
1: That only means one thing. Time to bring in BT. Coach Barry Thompson, BT, what's happening with you, man?
0: Hey man, it's all good on the wood. Uh, you know the way my boys have been playing the last couple of games. I'm I'm feeling that vibe a little bit. <laughs>
1: Look at you having hope. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. It's yep. amazing. It's amazing how how a few wins, right? How a few yep. wins change things, right?
0: It, it does for me. When i you know, I, I you know, just I don't know. Last I know, we're going to talk about the portal, but. I don't know, for me, I have that red zone package. And, and last Sunday, uh, from the 4 o'clock hour on, uh, it was like they were handing out bonuses for playing defense. And it was really amazing to, to watch all of those games. And, and the Raiders included, um, you know, I actually really played some defense and made it tough on offenses. And uh, it was a lot of fun watching that type of NFL game.
1: You, you've been, you, you, you are an elite quarterback coach, but you're just an elite coach. And been a coordinator on both sides of the ball, whether it be offensive defense and I think it's fair to to bring you into this conversation uh to ask question about so that you know when the word is that Nebraska has landed on its defensive coordinator under the matt rule uh leadership uh tony white uh is from syracuse a c c walks in with his brand as being three three five but I'll ask you this for a coach that coaches three three five he has other things in the back, right? He's not limited to
0: 3-3-5. Right, he's not. I, I think there there's two things when people get um, to a system. One is it's it's what they believe in and they're most comfortable teaching. But, yes, they can teach. And certainly in modern forms of defensive football, uh, where you are putting a, a premium on disguises, especially at the college level, not as much movement. As maybe the pro level, but certainly disguising what you're doing the looks I think kind of more the 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 defensive structures four three, three four, you know three five three which is becoming increasingly popular is really related to personnel. and so you can put anybody out there in the formation you want, but that means that that coach has a particular eye for the personnel that he needs. To play that style of defense, so um can he do can he line him up and do something else? yep, but it it also means that if he if coach rule hired him that coach rule believes that that's the defensive structure that he wants to deploy, and he thinks it's best, and uh hopefully it fits up for him, but yes, could he coach another style absolutely.
1: Very the, the 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 talent that's required, skill level that's required to play in that three three five or the three five three or the three four four, whatever way you decide to work it and flex it, and again sometimes that's kind of why defensive coordinators use it, is its ability to mask uh, either a thing that you do well or a thing that you don't do well. <laughs> so, in your thinking. What type of specific or special talent are required to to, to run that three three five for the things that you need to flex into?
0: Well, when you think of college, when you think of college, and and, and you know, don't get too much on pros, but when you think of college, you think of recruiting. Like, is it is it first? Is it effective? Mm-hmm. And you have the flexibility to to go out and do the things and cover what you're seeing and present problems with it. So, yes, having additional linebackers or you know hybrid linebacker safeties on the field right those guys <clears throat> are kind of easier to find than to find a three technique that's you know like a domic mm-hmm. or yeah. like any other yeah. defensive linemen so they're a little easier you know big men are in high demand mm-hmm. right now i mean good bigs on either side of the ball in high demand so if you can play this other style, it means you have fewer linemen, right? Um, and then you'll you'll go out and you can find these hybrid guys a lot easier and you know, if they're the right guys and you know, you shut things down or make things tough or you know, whatever they want to do with that style of play.
1: I'm pondering because you're familiar with Big Ten offensive uh, offenses and how they package uh skill levels of the players that are in the in these systems what yeah. does what problems can 335 create and then what vulnerabilities exist in the 335
0: well you can you can certainly get people to certain angles and making things tough and wrong arm and spill and and do all that stuff but i think the the thing that you have to kind of match up somewhere <laughs> Is there are some big uglies at Michigan, they have no problem <laughs> just going straight forward. So, as you're recruiting these these linebacker type dudes, um, they can't be lightweight. They've got to be guys that, you know, in that 230, 240, 250 range that are kind of like supermen, you know, mm-hmm. because they are going to have to take on some guards and, and take on some pretty big tight ends. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, I'm just interested. Maybe they're just getting numbers at the point of attack, and you think, okay, I can take a three-five-three three and run down to make it look like a five-person front, and I have a quickness mismatch, and I can cause trouble. Yeah? But. Okay, but <laughs> if it, it gets down to the pushing around game, and it's snowing somewhere, um, you know, but I'm sure he believes in it, and you know what I mean? They, he got me, but... Joe, Joe 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 Bugle ten, you're gonna need some matchup.
1: Joe Joe Bugle said uh, uh sometimes it's really nice to, to to have a bull pushing against a pig. He goes, every now and yes. then, every now and then, I just wanna let my bull be a bull. And that's Big Ten football. And I think that's yeah. important to 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 think about. Um the other side of the conversation in this space is the transfer portal and you have a unique perspective um yes. on on how this thing plays out and I, I I've been on several shows today talking about the missed part of this discussion. Because people will think Transfer Portal and they immediately think of teenagers getting money for not having played in college. Uh they'll think of coaches who are using it to manipulate lives and other but my thing is a a, a portion of it that's forgotten are the parents. The parents who
0: Yeah.
1: Let let's lay this thing out that recruiting game in this day and age requires the recognition of talent of high of talented high school students by paid yep. professionals by paid yep. professional elite grown-ups right. who, who then go to the house of said teenager and they fill his head with stories and dreams and fantasies and untruths about what they're going to be able to do for them with them about them. Yeah. Because that's their job. They're the best in the country at selling those dreams and painting those pictures for the, for the teenager. This is his first rodeo. This is his or her first rodeo. So I want the listeners to think of this as your child. Your 17-year-old, right. 16- yeah. or 17-year-old, they're in the room. The coach is still more experienced at this than the parent. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, so so,
0: so there's, there's two kind of unspoken things, and you're, you're hitting at a, on a different side of the, the same coin. For me, this has squashed high school recruiting. So I know what you're talking about, but, but I have a couple buddies on the road, and when this opened up, they almost stopped what they were looking at or going to look at, and their attention was immediately directed to the portal. And the reason is, if I can get a one-year grad transfer who has three years in a program and he's plug and play, in this world of I need it, got to have it now. Yep. I'm taking him versus this freshman who I know is going to have to get acclimated to school, acclimated to how we practice, acclimated to how we want him to watch film. I'm going to probably have to deal with him a couple times because he doesn't understand that why he doesn't get reps in practice, you know, all that stuff. Or I can take this one-year grad transfer who can come in and start for me right away.
1: Well, he also has the, the the two years of body and emotional maturity.
0: Yes, and 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 I think in a large part, the the unspoken part of this is that it has really changed high school recruitment. Maybe some of your listeners know this, but those coaches or some of these coaches have access to a filtering program. So, for instance, if I wanted to look at grad transfers from the SEC. I can go shopping. I don't Mm -hmm. have to waste my time. Mm -hmm. And it's not only just that, but think about the efficiency of it. The efficiency of it from a recruiting standpoint is now I can pick up the phone and call another coach whose judgment I trust, and I can make a decision very quickly as to whether I want that guy or not want that guy versus – when you go out and recruit, you come back, you collect the film, you talk to it. Staff meets together. You got a guy that you want to get up. Somebody wants a guy to get up, and then there's you know maybe you don't get the guy because you know like all that. The this has dramatically changed high school recruiting, and it will for a, a while. And where that pushes to, I don't know. I, I personally, I think Division Two, lower FCS, Division Two and Division Three football. Over the next couple of years, is going to look way different.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, but do, do do you think that there's a chance that this becomes the 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 Sienna of basketball, where you get guys for five, four, four years, and get to keep them in the same system, rather than moving around constantly, searching for the next greater, bigger thing.
0: Well, that brings me to the other part of this. I don't know that guys necessarily are all. I'm not playing, so I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's some of that. Right. But I know from personal experience, from the phone calls I've gotten this week.
1: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you
0: know, I, I've got a quarterback who was an FCS quarterback, and he was in the portal, two-time All-American.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we went to the portal, I was shocked. I said, what's going on? And He says, I want to play F b s football.
1: He wants and, to know how big yeah. he can be,
0: right? No, no, and and he was right. I mean, he put his name in the portal. Boom, eight offers came across. Well, I'm mad at you.
1: I'm, no, 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 no. First of all, let me say this. First of all, we know this family, and I'm mad at you for not calling Nebraska first. Like you should have called DP first.
0: <laughs> first. Well, you know, coach. First, I, I didn't find it. I didn't find it until after the fact. But anyway. No, you saw the right. same. You saw the same wait, tweet. I did. I know, but but he was right. He, he got an ACC offer. And he got an SEC offer. Now, he's been quiet, so I don't know. So in his case, that's why he went. (laughs) Right. Right? I have another guy who went that was ready to be the next guy up. Yep. The guy that was in front of him left, and he was done, and he had done his apprenticeship, and he's ready to go. Yep. Well, within three days, there were staff departures and staff changes and everything else. And all of a sudden, everything that he invested did not feel right. Yep. He enters the portal, and lo and behold, he's going to come back to Virginia and play some football, and he's been told – I won't say names there, but he, he he's not just making a jump. He's making a jump with a blessing.
1: Oh, there, there's, some folks, so, right? there's some folks, right? There's some folks out there. It, you, Because you – look, listen, you train them, right?
0: Yeah.
1: You yeah. train them from, from youth youth, and then you get to see the emotional and physical growth. Right. And then and it is
0: emotional,
1: right? It and, is emotional. and then you go through the emotional trek that is the first recruiting, right? This is, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to explain this to people. This is a 17-year-old's first real love affair with a grown-up, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and when it goes well, it's fantastic. But when it doesn't go well, it's life-altering and can be shattering. So then you yeah. have to pick really well on the second one and to yeah. say that for these quarterbacks cuz you've been in the rooms with when when coaches when 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 big daddy power 5 comes to the table comes to the house you've been there so mm-hmm. how much of that will change with the way parents deal with this because as more people have conversations about it Barry the parents have to get a little smarter about some of the teenage grown-up romance that happens in, in, in athletic recruiting.
0: Well, they're going to ask better questions, but they're going to ask questions that are unanswerable, you know. So it's going to be, well, coach, how long are you going to stay? You know, Ooh, like those – Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, work. whoa, 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 whoa. You just hit the gospel of all gospels in the parent question book, <laughs> right? right? Say that again.
0: Right. I, the whole phrase is that they're going to ask a lot of unanswerable questions, which is how long are you going to stay? Um, you know, do you bring it now? It's going to be are you expecting to bring in uh, anybody from the portal in this position? Right. Those are the questions that have to be asked now. And then you also have to now ask, hey, coach, honestly, where do you if you're smart? Where do you see me in this program progression? Because you got to know. Right. You got to know. Um, those are the questions that need to be asked. the first two are, the first one's unanswerable, but you got to ask it. And then the second is should be answerable. Yes, we are bringing in uh, – we are going to go in the portal and bring in a sophomore or whatever the case may be. Then the third question should be how how do I fit into this program? How is it that what – what am I going to have to do to become the guy there? Right? And you got to have an honest conversation about it. And if it's not real, then, you know, you gotta, you got, you gotta make some decisions. <laughs> there are guys, you know, there are guys out there who it means everything to them to be a part of X program, mm-hmm. and they will sacrifice their playing career for walking forever and say, "I played football at X University." Yep. But there are other guys who think this is a fair game, and they think they can go in and do all this stuff. And it turns out not to be that case. And then they realize how important playing is to them. So my advice to anybody out there is keep playing football first and foremost in your mind. It should be very high up in the priority. Where is it that I can go play? And then along with that, all the other things. Who am I doing it with? What town is it in? You know, the environment. And and you got to remember... This is, is like, a, it's like an edict in football. No matter how good you are, when you go to college to play football, it is going to be miserable at some point in your process. Mm-hmm. And you do not want to be around people or in a place that you do not like when it's like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so those are things that are just really important. They, they were important to begin with, and they're even more important now.
1: Well, you have to you have to ask, you know, how are you going to get through when friction shows up? Like that's uh, yeah. Like if friction's coming, no matter how great. If you're if you're top prospect one A, friction is coming. It's yeah. friction is coming. It's never easy. That's why. That's how. The, yeah. You can't be one A and have it easy. The two don't go together. They don't live in the same space. They can't coexist. What are I'm going to ask you before we get to the good question. Uh, that we always finish with, I'll ask you this one. What what questions would you write on a piece of paper and just hand it, slip it to every parent and or player who is being recruited?
0: Question. Well, I, I think I covered them. You know, by position, you want to know what the room looks like. Right? Uh, and then you want to know who's in there and what's the plan for me. Mm-hmm. Like, How do I fit into this? Mm-hmm. And then, two, you want to know before you go in, do you? is it part of your recruiting strategy that you're going to go into the portal to get plays? Mm-hmm. I'd want to know those things going up front. One, do you have a plan for me to be a part of this? Two, I want to know if you're going to the portal, I want to know why you're going to the portal. You know, and you say, well, hey. If there's somebody in the portal that can make us better, then yes, we'll do that. And and then you got to know, okay? Then you got to tell me what do I what do I need to do to get on the field, right? You you because you have to. This kind of I'll wait two years and I'll wait to the senior graduate type thing. Those days are gone. <laughs>
1: right? How about that? They're, they're gone
0: because yeah. <laughs> that senior graduate and they'll see somebody from somewhere. I had a receiver this year, DP. It, you know that that a local guy uh, went to immersion Mary, and, and he and he he did a graduate at Utah State. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I, look, and you got another one that that's, that's got everybody's ears and nose open. Another wide receiver. I'm kind of a fan of the young man, actually. Okay, well, good. <laughs> yeah, well, he good. got he. You know, his his initials are DC. Yeah, how about that? Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I think it's this. We close as we always do, my kind friend. You are a connoisseur and a creator of all good things. So, what are we eating? What are we cooking today, kind sir?
0: Well, you know what? This you know, I have not been on a while, so I hadn't prepped. And but you know what? Uh, I just had the other day. Uh, and I, I told you about this before. Mm-hmm. It's called masubi. It's um, uh, well, forget that. I've I've eaten pretty good recently here D.C.
1: Okay, I know um, you have.
0: I'm I'm gonna tell you, Cuban beans, Cuban black beans. You need to get a good recipe and make them. And I just reminded how good they were. We had made, over made a batch, and we had put them in the freezer. And Cindy said, "You know, we got black beans in the freezer." And I go, "What?" And we thawed those bad boys out, and um. Put them on a, a tostada with a little queso fresco. And then we had some uh, grilled chicken and a little uh, uh, crema, lime crema, cilantro sauce. And put a little black beans on there. So real versatile dish. Cuban black beans. Get a great recipe. Soak your beans overnight. Make your sofrito. Take your time. Cook them slow. And uh, you will be rewarded with a very delicious, versatile
1: just Cuban black beans. Love him. That's how why we have him on. He's the best in the biz. BT, love you, man. Appreciate you. All
0: right. Thanks for having
1: me. All right, brother. That's Barry Thompson, QB coach. Coach, he's he's just a coach. He coached coach basketball, baseball. As a matter of fact, his brother's the head coach. Head baseball coach at Georgetown University, Edwin Thompson. Uh, always good stuff. Great family as well. Throw the break. When we come back, I'm going to have another friend on. Hoss the breeze. You hear him on Sunday mornings on the Ticket. We'll talk to him about what's going on in free agency and pro sports because Hoss has an opinion.
0: Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.